everyone. You're listening to The Michael Amity Show, episode 313, How Do You Measure Success? Today, I want to read you a short excerpt from the book, The Heart-Led Leader. And uh, I think this is something that is really going to um, illustrate a point about how we measure success in our own lives. This book is by Tommy Spaulding, who's a, a leadership uh, coach and teacher. But I find this opening to the book to be very powerful. Here we go. Who you are matters. One of the people who taught me the most about being a heart-led leader was a man named Anthony Diacquiani. Anthony was a hairstylist in White Plains, New York, just across the Hudson River from my hometown, Suffren. Anthony wasn't wealthy, and he didn't have a high-profile public career. He spent much of his life as the owner of a small business that he and his wife Helen opened not long after they were married, 1940. The two of them were seldom apart. For decades, Helen would wash and color hair of their clients while Anthony cut and styled. They worked hard, bought a modest home, raised four daughters, and later doted on 14 grandchildren. They somehow made every one of them feel like they were the most special person in the world. Anthony and Helen never missed a school play or a sporting event or a a scouting ceremony. Their grandchildren grew up watching the two of them hold hands. At Christmas gatherings, Anthony always gave the same toast. Never forget the three most important things in life, he would say. Family, family, and family. That was the measure of Anthony's success, the love of his family. Then, one day, Helen had a stroke. She survived, but the doctors told Anthony his wife would never walk again. They suggested moving her into a nursing home. The two of them had been married for 55 years, and Anthony couldn't bear the thought of being without the love of his life. So he visited Helen every day and worked tirelessly with her on physical therapy. He was the first visitor to arrive each morning and the last to leave every night. Eventually, the staff gave him his own key. Anthony was the only non-employee in the nursing home, Uh, who could come and go as he pleased. After months of determined effort, he proved the doctors wrong. Helen walked again. Their relation was short-lived, however. Three months later, his wife suffered a second stroke. Helen never walked or talked again. But remarkably, if anyone sang, You Are My Sunshine to her, she was able to sing along. It was, after all, Anthony and Helen's song. Two years after Helen's first stroke, Anthony learned that he had an inoperable brain tumor. He died at the age of 82, leaving behind his wife of 57 years. Helen would, be, would get to age 89 before passing away. Before Anthony died, a long string of family members came to say goodbye and tell them that he lo- they loved him. Everyone keeps telling me that they love me, he said to one of his daughters shortly before he died. Show me. Those were his very last words. Show me. Don't just tell me you love me. Show me. Anthony could utter that message because he'd lived it. He had shown Helen he loved her by being present for her every day of his life. He was always there for her, always in tune with what she needed, even in those final years where she could give very little back to him. But his love and devotion were never about what she could give. For Anthony and Helen, it was always about what they could give to others, to their children, to their grandchildren, to their clients, to their friends, their community, and most of all, to each other. That's how you build relationships that last forever. 
Through his words and his example, Anthony taught valuable lessons about life and leadership, and I was lucky enough to be able to spend many years absorbing those lessons. I think that was a really, really powerful piece, and just a really powerful little uh, excerpt here from The Heart-Led Leader, and it's in the chapter called Who You Are Matters. I would recommend thinking about that, just processing it, thinking about what you represent, and when you realize what you represent, are you living it out with the level of intensity and focus that Anthony, or I'm sorry, that Tommy Spaulding's grandfather did in this story? All right, if you want to send me a message, you can, michaelomedy.com in the contact form there, or you can find me on social media. I'm easy to find. If you find yourself being creative with poetry, lyrics, or short fiction, consider listening to my radio show, World Poetry Open Mic, broadcast every Friday at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can find us at worldpoetryopenmic.net. For this podcast, the next episode will be tomorrow. So until then, keep living authentically. Keep living creatively. <laughs>